What up, what up? Happy Friday, people. Mi gente, for all my Hispanic-speaking population, are my people, uh, our family, our Triumph Over Trauma community. Thanks for tuning in. We exist to help you overcome whatever adversity is you're facing. And we're gonna do that by sharing stories, inspiration, tips, tools, techniques, of how people have overcome adversity in their lives. And big shout out to my man, Matt. Big Matt, years ago he was teaching me um, about the gym. And just today I had a wonderful call with him. He listened to the episodes and he shared some very constructive feedback on how to take our podcast to the next level. And the gist is, it was nice to kind of share, kind of, kind of, you know, download and, and, and kind of share all the stuff on my mind and stuff I've been through. That was cool. That was a good way to kind of build community and be vulnerable. And moving forward, the way to make this thing sustainable and grow and really make this valuable to you, right, to this community and to, and to other people in the world is to have a plan, what you're going to talk about, make it focused, and you know, reach and teach, share lessons learned, Why make this valuable for you for tuning in. And I will, and we're going to do that. So I'm applying this as of, as of right now. No, I didn't, I didn't write down some notes beforehand. I'm not there yet. I'm more of a freestyler than a planner. Um, that's just who I am, but I can take a couple notes and put some things in. So, you know, I do spit off the cuff. I live life unscripted. That's just how, you know, that's just the nature, but less about me, more about you. Let's talk about how we can help you today. So the theme for today's episode is how you sleeping how you sleeping these days i'm talking about z's right circadian rhythms night night bedtime you know out for the count counting sheep how are you sleeping i want you to think about think about the last your last week let's just say your last week and i would like you to think on a scale of one to ten how you would rate the quality of your sleep one to 10. Think about how many days in the past week did you wake up feeling refreshed, like you got a good night of sleep? Now, I think the, the medical pros, I think they actually probably say two weeks. And let me also put the disclaimer out there. I'm gonna work on making that regular. I am not a licensed healthcare, mental health care, pretty much any care professional. Uh, I am simply here sharing what has what I've learned and experienced, and what others have learned have experienced. So, if you need medical care, please seek out medical care. Um, this is just simply stories, inspiration, what we've experienced, what we've learned personally. All right, end of disclaimer. So, think about if you've felt well rested in the last two weeks, and that's an important data point. All right. Now let's move forward. Let's tell the story. So here's a story. I've always, you know, historically, I was always a real tired, just tired guy. I used to, I used to wake up for high school. I was always rolling out of bed. My buddy Jason, he might listen in. I think he listened to some of it. My buddy Jason was a saint. He would pick me up in his Nissan Sentra, blasting Method Man, Judgment Day, the cow. Uh, Ten, let the countdown begin. Uh, he would blast his music and pick me up and literally they, my friends still joke about it to this day they still you know crack on me hard 
They just told my sons about it recently, having fun, you know, ripping at me. So he would pick up, he would, he would drive up, you know, whatever time it was, 7 a.m. high school. You know, I didn't have a car, he had a car, which was so it was cool to get a ride. He rolled up to my house, he has the kindness of his heart, he got his way to pick me up. Maybe y'all, did you think about it, did you have someone that ever gave you a ride? Or gave you a ride every day to school? That's really, that's a kind person. Jason, I appreciate you, brother, for a lot of reasons. That's one of them. So he picked me up every day, show up, his little horn would beep, beep, the little Nissan Sentra, or he'd knock on the door. And inevitably, I would be either still in bed or I'm literally rolling out the bed, putting my clothes on, putting my boots on. I've got a toothbrush in my hand. I've got a backpack, one strap hanging off the shoulder. I've got toothpaste running down my lip. I'm stumbling. I still got the little crusty sleep in my eyes. I'm almost tripping over my legs. I mean, I'm a damn mess. Consistent. I'm talking about consistent mess. Consistent mess. And because I was always tired. I didn't sleep well. I don't know why Jason kept giving me a ride. Um, but he did. I mean, there were some times where I flat out overslept. And then one story is, so one time, you know, a couple, well, actually more than once. Miss Jill, Jason's mom, Miss Jill, also awesome person. Another one of my favorite people. Miss Jill, Mr. Dave, shout out. So missed one time, um, a couple times I missed I miss his ride, missed my, my, my carpool because um, I just overslept. And I actually just started walking to high school. You know, we're talking, it's like a good, I don't know, a few miles, I guess. Walking down this long whole hill in Maryland, it's cold out, it's dark. And one time his mom, Miss Jill, actually picked me up. It actually might happen twice, if I'm honest. I think it was actually twice. She saw me walking, trotting to school. You know, there's no cell phones back there, kids. We didn't have any of that. So I'm walking to school on my own, get there late. She actually saw me, and out of the kindness of her heart, she stops and picks me up. You know, she worked at an elementary school. She stopped and Miss Jill picked me up, gave me a ride to school, since she saw me walking all that way, which is very, very kind. I think she might even wrote me a note one time. Thank you, Miss Jill. So, telling you all this stuff, and I've been late to many things, I've overslept many things. I shared the instance about almost not getting to walk across the stage of graduation, but there was drinking of all of that one, so it was different. I've spent my life being tired. And I don't know if maybe one or two of you, maybe there's some people here that can relate to that. Like I'm talking chronically tired, not like, hey, I'm kind of drowsy. I'm talking about just like always tired. There's never feeling rested. So I was feeling like this. I eventually spoke up, right? There's a theme there. I eventually spoke up um, a couple years ago to my primary care doctor said, listen, Listen, Doc, Dr. Elaine, I am just always, always tired. It's bothering me. Like, what can we do? So we run some blood, she runs blood work. Everything comes back fine. I think I had low testosterone at the time. That's a separate topic, separate future episode. That's a hook. Um, but so then she referred me to a sleep doctor. Uh, I'll just call, him, just call him Dr. Jacob by first name. So Dr. Jacob then he's a sleep doctor, sleep therapist, or sleep doctor. You know, he runs some tests. He, he, uh, he sends me this big kit. You know, he asked me all the questions. How, how are you sleeping? How many nights a week? Uh, and Dr. Dr. Uh, Elaine had also asked me, she said, how many nights of sleep a week do you feel like you're fully rested? And every two, like two weeks. I was like, every two weeks? How about a per year? Like it's literally, I was once Maybe if I'm lucky, twice. It was usually typically one night per year. I went to bed and I woke up and I felt like, wow, 
I feel good. Like I feel recharged. I feel rested. Do, I, do any of y'all feel like that? You ever feel like, have you ever felt like you only sleep well, like once a year? It sucks. Maybe y'all, some of y'all have it worse. So that's where I, that's where I was coming from, a place of not being rested. So Dr. Jacob, he sends me this, he's gonna do, have me do a sleep study. So, which means it's during COVID time. So, you know, normally you go into an office and sleep overnight. I actually wanted to do that. But he, um, even though I asked, so he sent me the kit. He said, if you've ever seen Marvel Avengers, and you know, there's a character, Captain America. So Captain America gets this special serum that they give him. Steve Rogers is his, is his name before he's Captain America, his, 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 his birth name. Steve Rogers is a real scrawny little guy from New York, but he's got the heart of a lion, lion-hearted. Just, you know, he'll stand up for anything, fight for anything. Just a very brave young man. And he eventually gets this truth serum, I'm sorry, not truth serum, this serum, experimental serum to create a super soldier. So they, they hook him up to all these cab cables, it's like octopus cables, there's all these sensors and dials and things reading his, his levels, his body. He's hooked up all kinds of machines. And then they give him the serum, which turns him into this super soldier. That's how he becomes Captain America. We love Captain America in my house. I don't know if you guys, if you like the Marvel movies, we, we love them. We love the new Black Panther Wakanda forever. All right, all that to say, the, the kit they sent me had all these sensors. It had all this stuff that I hooked up to my body. I felt like I was Captain America, the super sleeper. Well, hopefully the super sleeper. So the super sleeper hooks up to all these cables to my, you know, my chest you know, all over my body and I have to go to sleep and then they're gonna, they're gonna analyze the data. So I do this, you know, send the data back to him in the mail and he, you know, we have a follow-up appointment. He reviews it and he looks at the data and it's cool when you have data. It's one thing to say, you know, I don't feel, I'm tired. It's another thing to say, damn, look at the data, right? Data talks, BS walks or something along those lines. Show me the data. So show me the data. He showed me the data. There's, he shows me that there are 40 some times, I think it was 47 was the exact number, 47 interruptions, disturbances in my, in a, in a, uh, in a per minute of sleep, per hour of sleep. Um, for, no, it was 47 times, I think it was 47 times in a minute, per minute. I think that was right was it per hour i don't know it was whatever the unit of measurement was bottom line was i asked him is that bad doc is that bad or is that okay he said well let me put it to you this way imagine you were trying to work on a very very difficult task think about something that's really difficult to you maybe it's um putting together furniture which i hate doing but we figure it out together we've had some, some arguments at home my wife tolerates me with it maybe it's doing some kind of math problem in high school you know, maybe it's trying to learn a new language, you know, whatever it is. Think about a very difficult task that really takes a lot of your mental CPU, your processing power. You really need to focus in and really laser in. You can't just do it uh, automatically. It's hard for you. A lot of high cognitive, cognitive demands. So he said, think about something that's really difficult. And if you were to be interrupted 47 times every minute, how would that feel? How do you think you would perform on that task? You're really trying to concentrate. I was like, damn. Okay, you told me this, this is bad. This is bad news. He said, yes. 
he said, you are, your body's trying to rest, recover, and sleep. Um, you know, your brain, your heart, your systems, and it's getting interrupted 47 times. That's not good. So he said, all right, there's a couple things we can do for treatment. We can do, you can reduce your neck size. Apparently I found I have a big neck. Well, that was just shocker. Thanks, nice to meet you, doc. Um, oh, hey, Chris, you got a big neck. That was new. There's a, um, one of those comedians, Brian Regan, that's the guy's name. The fan, I mentioned in previous episode, there's a family comedian. He's, um, tells like clean family jokes, but the dude is a absolute riot. Eric, Eric, my buddy, Eric, um, knows about Brian Regan, R-E-G-A. And some of y'all probably know about him. Look him up. He's got some clean, funny jokes. Dude is, I think he's on Netflix too. He is so funny. Um, he tells a story about how you go to the doctor. It's the only place where you, you pay to get insulted. Like, like you go to the doctor, like, oh, hey, uh, hey, Chris, um, I want to talk to you. You kind of got this weird looking mole on your arm. Okay. Yeah, we, we're going to have to look and maybe do us an analysis on that mole. All right. Great. Thanks, doc. Oh, and uh, you also might be good for you to lose a couple pounds. You know, you're on the, you're on the heavy side. You might want to drop a couple pounds, eat, some better, eat something better. All right. Great, doc. Good to know. Oh, and on your way out, we noticed your cholesterol is kind of off the charts. Um, you might want <laughs> you might want to eat these things, or you might want to look at these things that all cause you to have hot, that can cause high cholesterol. All right, doc. <laughs> thanks, doc. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for all the inspirational words and love. Uh, how much? Yeah. How, where do I send the check? How much do I owe you? It's the only place you can get get paid to get insulted, get roasted. So, <laughs> but. I, I love doctors. It's honestly joking, but um, Brian Regan has a great bit on it. So Dr. Jacob tells me I've got a big neck. That's newsflash. Thanks, doc. All right. Big neck. I hope hopefully insurance covers that one. Big neck syndrome. <laughs> and he said, you can try to lose, lose weight, reduce your neck size. That can help because sometimes it's not even about weight. Sometimes it's just about you struggle with sleeping and you're um, breathing, right? You're having trouble breathing you're interrupted because your breathing is interrupted because there's some kind of stuff internal. Maybe not even, it may not, may not be your neck size as I understand. Again, no expert, right? I've stayed at a holiday inn. Um, and then there's also, so that's one option. And the other option is you can use a machine called a continuous positive airway pressure machine, CPAP. Some of y'all in the CPAP club, you know who you are. My people's my CPAP squad. We might have to get a CPAP, CPAP, CPAP gang, CPAP click, CPC. You down with CPC? Um, I've got some CPAP buddies, as I've learned. CPAP airways run deep. So you can get a CPAP, and that helps you to, it pushes air while you're sleeping, right? Continuous positive airway pressure. It continues to push air down your your nose or your, your, your throat to make sure you continue breathing. So he told me you kind of have those two options. And I said, okay, let's, uh, let me try doing the weight thing first. I wasn't really on this fitness routine yet. Wasn't really about, about it. So tried that for a little bit. Didn't work. I followed up, followed up with him and said, okay, I wasn't happy about it, but let's do the CPAP machine. I'm like, damn, I'm getting old. Got CPAP machines. I got all kinds of stuff. 
you know, that's how I felt. Like, great, I suck. That's how I felt. Um, so I get this machine. He said, you know, they, they get me set up for it at the respiratory care clinic. And, you know, they fit you for the mask. You get a mask like your, like your Top Gun. I joke with my wife, it's like, I'm, I feel like a maverick now. I'm suiting up for, uh, I'm about to fly Top Gun, you know, Maverick Reloaded. I'm a air fighter pilot with the CPAP machine. I, I, I mask up, suit up, boom. I'm ready to take down those MiGs, those uh, Russian fighter jets. I'm ready to go to battle. Well, I'm just going to sleep, that's it. But it's fun masking up, so. It's pretty, it's, I'm gonna say it's pretty sexy too. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Pretty sexy putting on that big mask right before bed. Uh, uh, my wife will tell you all about it. All right, as I joke. So I end up doing the CPAP thing. I get that, I get fitted for it. Got the tubes, got the thing for my nasal cushions. You hook it up, it's just a machine that sits next to your bed. You put, you know, you put a mask over your face, it has a tube. It, you know, it just sucks in air, pushes air. It's just a breathing machine is what it is. It pushes air, you know, through. I use the nasal cushions. It's the best one for me that I like the most. It just goes in my nose. I put it like, you've got headgear on, like like you're a wrestler. You've got braces, old school. It's got headgear, you've got the strap. It all goes through and it's pushing air through my nose while I sleep. And I use it uh, for one night. You know, go to bed, use a CPAP thing. Like, all right, let's see how this goes. Dude, I kid you not. Hands down, the absolute best night of sleep I have ever had in my life. I was like, holy blankety blank blank, since this is going to be a clean podcast. Jaw drop. I woke up like ready to do freaking cartwheels because I slept so much. I was like cheerleader mode. This lit me up. I was like, what? This is what sleep feels like? Damn, have I been missing out. I have been missing out. Sleep is amazing. Sleep is the best. Sleep is my freaking hero. Sleep is the bomb. I felt so good, people. You ever get a good night of sleep? You know, and you just wake up, refresh, recharge, ready to tackle the day. I was ready to tackle that damn day, climb that mountain, run that race, whatever, whatever. It was beautiful. It was like euphoria, peace, calm. Just good feeling, good, good vibes. Man, that changed my life. So fast forward, I, I use a CPAP, couldn't be happier. I've got a special little bag that I take to the airport when I travel for work. I'll tell you this, TSA can't even check it. It's allowed, I can bring it, that little CPAP case with me wherever I want. I couldn't be prouder to carry that sucker. You know, I'm a CPAP king. Matter of fact, I should probably talk to ResMed, see if I can get a sponsorship on this podcast. Because I'm, I'm a CPAP, you know, uh, case study. I, I love it. So. It was really helpful for me. I use it today. Sometimes I forget to use it. I actually woke up really tired today. This is why this is where the inspiration for the steam came from. I forgot to use it last night. So if, if you use it, you got to remember to put it on. Sometimes I'm really tired. Um, my son had a huge basketball game. Shout out, boy was killing it. Dropped 20 points, lighting up the three pointers. The team won against a rival. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Boys working hard. Big shout out to my, my oldest son for the work he's putting in. Um, so went to bed later, woke up tired and that remind me of like why it's important. That's why this whole thing is about how you sleeping. So CPAP has changed my life. I'm talking about sleep trauma and which also can aggravate, right? Depression can make it worse, right? It's bad for your heart. 
It has negative outcomes. It decreases lifespan. Bad sleep does a lot of things. It affects a lot of parts. It affects your, our mental health, leading to higher rates of depression. It affects right, our, our physical health. You're less able to have peak performance. It can affect your, you know, your mood, your irritability, impacting your relationships. It can impact your job performance if you're not well rested. It can impact your appetite. You may be more likely to have eat crap, maybe have low willpower. It can do a whole bunch of lousy things, right? Bad sleep. There's a book. There's a really good book. I forgot who wrote it. I think it might. Oh, I forgot the guy's name. It's a great book called Eat, Move, Sleep. Forgot the dude that wrote it. I read it years ago. It's real simple. It's probably on audiobook. It's about just if you eat well, you know, move your body, sleep. It's all kinds of goodness. So let's wrap this up. My man Matt told me try to keep around 20 minutes. I'm with you, buddy. Let's try, let's try not to go on excessively, all right? Don't look at myself. So what can you learn from this, right? How can this help you? How, why is this valuable to you? All this, I've been drawing about sleep in my CPAP business as a CPAP champ. How can this help you? Well, think about if when you did that assessment I, we talked about at the beginning, if you have not been sleeping a lot um, where you felt feel, feel well rested, you know, if that's happened, if that's happening the minority of the time. If there are more nights than not that you're feeling not well rested, um, if you're not feeling like you're getting quality sleep regularly. So what I learned, what helped me, what I what I would recommend if you wanna take action, be Action Jackson, and that's speak up, just like that song was, speak up. Speak to your medical care professional. Speak to your primary care doctor. Have, see what they say, just share it, share that news. I feel tired all the damn time, right? Share that info, right? Only problems we can't solve are the ones we don't know about. So speak up. Um, that's really the biggest thing. I mean, the other things, if you know people that seem like they're walking around number two, if, that are walking around half dead and they're close to you, they always seem tired, they're chronically oversleeping, right? I mean, a bunch of things could be going on, but you know, share, number two, share this info. Maybe this isn't your problem. Maybe you sleep like the champ. Maybe you sleep like Sleeping Beauty, waiting for your Prince Charming. All right, cool. Well, how can you help someone else? You are now armed with this knowledge and information that you can be a positive force for change in someone else's life. You got it. Not only do you have the knowledge, you now have the responsibility, my friend. You've got responsibility. You now have been commissioned. If you know someone who's close to you who's not sleeping well, just share it. You don't, you know, what I found is it's good not to just give people advice, but it's good just to say, hey, I heard about this thing, right? I heard, I heard that, you know, um, poor sleep can be due to having, oh, what I have, I never even said what it was called, obstructive sleep apnea. So obstructive, I had moderate obstructive sleep apnea. I think it was moderate. So you could say you've heard about this thing called moderate sleep apnea. Uh, if you Google it, you can see all kinds of resources on it, all the impacts it has. I'll drop a link. So you can share that with someone. And you can always even say, hey, have you thought about um, checking with your doctor? You know, we all want to be masters of our own world, universe. We all like have want to choose, right? People do not like being told what to do. But they do like having information to make a choice for themselves. They don't like being told, thou must go eat steak. But they like being told, hey, tonight available we have steak. We have chicken, 
we have veggie and then let them pick. So if you just, you know, so point number two was you have the information. If you see an opportunity, share it. And I think that's good for tips. That's it. Those two are the key points. That's what I learned. That's how you can um, have value from it. How you can, or others can overcome the trauma experience from poor sleep. So how you sleeping? Hopefully you're sleeping great. And if you're not, or someone around you isn't, here's some things you can do with that. You know, here's some things you can do to act accordingly. All right, hope y'all have a great rest of the day. Love y'all, thanks for tuning in. As always, any feedback, any ideas, shoot in my way in whatever means you feel comfortable. And appreciate y'all being on this mission as we work together to help people overcome whatever adversity, trials, tribulations that they're facing in their lives. Let's do this. All right. Love y'all. Peace. Triumph over trauma.